New Thought Guy. We were talking about last year, or this last year, not the last year as in 2019, but as in our last year, our first year. In it, we reimagined and uh, reexamined, refreshed ourselves in many of the traditional ideas that are in all religions and philosophies, really, or at least that which we are familiar with. We discovered the backstory of Amazing Grace and how important that song is and how it has been interpreted in a way that we have stepped into our greatness, that it reminds us of our greatness and how to step through that which is in our way. That is the amazing grace. We took back that new thought trope, perfect, whole, and complete, recognizing that that is a, a set of words that illustrate our spiritual foundation, where we begin, where we stand upon like we stand upon this earth. We regained the use of the word hallelujah, that it's not lost in some Judeo-Christian uh, idea, but that it's, its true meaning is something we can grasp onto, something we can enjoy. And its true meaning from the Hebrew is means joyous praise in song of God, reminding us that law is always at work and love fuels it. And that is something to sing, something to say hallelujah about. We rediscovered the Ten Commandments as directions that guide us in our journey. They're not laws, so to speak, but they're directions. They're, 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 they're the GPS in our journey here on this plane of action. We talked about how the first five recognized and unified us with the presence and power that is within us. It's always there, but we unify with it. We reveal that divinity. And also that in honoring that, we are honoring the relationship with ourselves and the universe. And we do that not only within ourselves, but with, with our relationship with our family, our parents, our community, and the world. And we also learn to take time to reboot, to refresh ourselves, to reconnect every day, every day. The second set of five um, are about not taking or hoarding because there's no reason to take. Being in a, a consciousness of take is a consciousness of lack and limitation. To give, to share, to receive is the law of circulation. 
Receiving is not taking. Receiving is not um, removing from others. We give and share ourselves, our, our I am that I am that is dwelled, deep indwelled within us. And that we continue through this to have a have consciousness. Do you know what I mean by that? I have consciousness. To have the consciousness of having, of demonstrating, of manifesting our dreams, even our hopes and wishes by declaring them and bringing them into our lives, into our experience through that divine law that listens to us and always says yes, because there's infinite possibilities. And we took a deep dive into that prayer, what is called the Lord's Prayer. And if everyone would take a deep breath, close their eyes or put it to a soft focus, I'm going to read you my version, the New Thought version of the Lord's Prayer. Our beloved parent, Father, Mother, God, mind, mind which is everywhere in the universe, that which is the pure, indestructible, omniscient, omnipresent, all-knowing and all-loving power, the singular energy which created all and is all, quenching the thirst for life in all the great I am. I take this moment to call upon and reveal your divine counsel and unify with its beauty, power, light, joy, peace, understanding, and wisdom. Let it be your desire on this planet as it is in the universe to flow into my consciousness. Like the movement of the celestial bodies in the cosmos, filling my life with your blessing of love, health, harmony, and prosperity. I now intentionally receive those blessings and acknowledge my good. Provide me bread the meals which my soul feeds from day to day. For you are the source and substance which nourishes my body temple and mind mind brings abundance into my pocket, light into my heart, and joy into my experiences. Your power and love surrounds me with the kindness, respect, and compassion of others, and the knowledge of truth and the understanding of who I am. Empower me to forgive all my offenses and mistakes as I forgive any and all who has offended me, untying, releasing, and setting me free from the burden and bondage of anyone and anything that I believe has done me wrong, and canceling those ideas in my mind and in my heart, forgiving myself and removing all judgment in my life. And do not let me enter into any temptation that separates me from my best life and the perfection of your creation. Yet, do separate me from any mistakes and troublemakers entering my life. Keep me from any thoughts or feelings of lack or limitation, disease or despair, narcissism or entitlement, addiction, selfishness or fear, and anyone who may lead me down the path of such actions and beliefs. 
For I know your divine counsel, power, and energy, which has come forth in songs and praises throughout the ages, now lovingly guides and inspires me through its indwelling presence to speak my word, which I now faithfully seal and release, backed by my belief in and gratitude for its fulfillment. Right here and right now I do so. I am powerful and I am blessed. And so it is. Amen. Om Shanti Shanti. Hallelujah. That is not just the Lord's Prayer. You could call it the Namaste Prayer, the Christ Consciousness Prayer, the Your Prayer, My Prayer, the Truth Prayer. Wow, we've heard some uh, great words of wisdom today. We've taken a look back at uh, things we've learned over the year that the New Thought Spiritual Center has been has been having Sunday celebrations. And uh, even the week I was out of town, I, I sent in a, a little talk from uh, from Virginia, from the Synchronicity Foundation, which was beautiful. There's just a few more points that I want to remind us that we learned and relearned and um, stepped into our greatness through in this last year. We declared, we decreed our independence from lack and limitation. That was a big day in July, of course. We retreated into our roots, the divinity in us, to reveal that divinity and to reveal the factory settings. You know what I mean? Going back to the factory settings, how the divine set us up originally, that perfect wholeness and completeness that we are. We learn to bend reality, and the way to bend reality is to have our brains on God, on the divine, on spirit. And that by living a life of gratitude, and that could be a spiritual practice every morning for you to wake up and, and, and dig into the gratitude you have for ideas and things happening in your life. Living a life of gratitude helps us live gracefully and prosperously. Because when we live a life of gratitude, we live a life seeing that prosperity in all the different ways. We studied the Divine Matrix. I introduced you to the Divine Matrix, which for me is mind, heart, and, you can't see, <laughs> gut. That is the Divine Matrix. In each part of our brains and in the actual organ of the heart and in the organs in our gut are similar cells um, doing the same things. They're talking to each other. There's intelligence going on. There's logic intelligence. There's love intelligence. And there's imagination, intuition, intelligence. And they're all speaking to each other. The Talmud said, we see the world not as it is, but as we are. And that's what we, that's, that's what we are, is who we believe and what we believe we are. At, every, at, at any given moment. We study the elements, earth, air, water, fire, and how breath 
is a spiritual practice, receiving and sharing the divine within that whole God is, I am breathing practice. We talked about grounding ourselves. We do that in our guided meditation, but you can do that at any time and earthing, getting our, our feet in the earth, in the dirt, in the grass, and connecting with that Mother Gaia. Henry David Thoreau said in Walden, while he was communing purposefully with nature, he said, heaven is under our feet as well as over our heads. Heaven is around us. The kingdom of heaven is within. And that life is about buoyancy. Buoyancy, focusing on where we want to go and seeing the bigger picture. I told you this story about the master and his um, his student at the lake and the salt water and drinking the salt. And if you drink it out of the glass or the cup, you're going to taste the salt water. But if you just put the salt water, you put the salt in the river, you don't taste the salt. Unless you're at the ocean, of course, and then you're supposed to. The amount we taste, the pain, he said, depends on the container we put it into. So when you are in pain, the only thing you can do is in larger sense of things, stop being a glass, become a lake. And we fanned the divine spark within us, allowing it to blaze into our lives. Staying aware, staying aware. And in 2020, we started talking about perception. What is our perception? What do we see for our lives? Well, we see God in everything. That's number one. We use our foresight to not just see ahead, but to be ahead. To be ahead in our beingness, in our hearts, in our minds, in our gut, in our treatments, in our um in our meditations and visualizations, we have the foresight to live in foresight, to live in gratitude, and thus knowing and accepting that that manifestation comes into our experience at the perfect time. We also learned this year, this, this 2020 year especially, to dress for success. Not just, you know, a nice tie and a vest and some jewelry, but to dress for success in mind and in heart and in gut and in that divine matrix, stay in principle. And while you're staying in principle and using the principle, do it with sass. Be sassy and succulent. Like Steve was showing the sign earlier, be sassy and succulent in your decisions, in your declarations, in your knowing, in your beingness, in your imagination and intuition. Using your heart, that love center, that power to take your logic and give it the power of the sun and place it into the law, which will bring it into your experience. Here's a great quote from Florence Scovel Shin, Your Word is Your Wand is the book. And she says, man's word is his wand filled with magic and power. Jesus emphasized the power of the word. By thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. And death and life are in the power of the tongue. So man has power to change an unhappy condition by waving over it the wand of his or her word. In place of sorrow appears joy. In the place of sickness appears health. In the place of lack appears plenty. 
in the middle of all that is happening now. People are reawakening themselves and allowing this transmutation to occur. A transmutation like the butterfly coming out of the, the chrysalis emerging into its best version. We are taking this time, I trust, and I invite you, if you haven't yet, to transmute. Things are changing. And we get to decide what that change will look like. That's the beauty of staying awake, being awake, being in present time. Because then you can choose with foresight, with gratitude, and with eyes wide open. I want to thank everyone who joined us today. Thank you all. And thank you, Reverends Barbara and Gary and Caressa and Steve for bringing your light to this first year anniversary celebration. I want to say that I am so blessed to have stepped into this ministry and to have attracted these, these leaders that are joining me in this this spiritual community and you, the spiritual community that joins us in person when we are in person and we'll get back there. Could be months from now, but we'll get back there. And our added community that is here on the internet and has been here on the internet with us on Facebook Live. Bless you and thank you.